You're listening to the Power Place Audio Podcast. Can you do something for me? Can you give it up for our worship team this morning? They're pretty incredible. We are, we're very blessed in this house with the musicians and the leaders that God has blessed us with. It's like a rock concert on a Sunday morning. I've been telling them I want Screamo, but they haven't done it yet. But I think it'd be pretty cool to have a little bit of Screamo lines in there. You know, Atlanta just say what? All Christian lyrics. Duh, but. We'll do announcements and offering at the end if everybody's okay with that. Are you all right with that? Can I have some major house lights up? Because I just want to see the whites of the eyes this morning. I just believe that what God's going to do this morning is incredible, and I don't want to take a break I just want to kind of soar through on his presence because I believe that today is something that is getting ready to catapult us into where we're headed. And um, we're starting a new series this morning, Miracle Signs and Wonders. The month of March will be an incredible month where we walk through all that God is doing and all that God is going to do um, and reflecting on all God has done. Um, we're ending out the month, March 29th. Mark your calendars. Uh, Sean Smith is coming in. Uh, he was just at Firestorm on Friday, uh, right down in uh, Harrisburg. And um, I'm telling you, God is speaking through him. And we are expecting big things to come to this house um, through impartation. Through impartation. Go ahead and just say that word, impartation. Why, why, why should you be watching uh, 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 godly leaders on YouTube and reading your word because of impartation. You want an impartation from a godly man, from a godly woman. You want that. And so we're bringing Sean Smith into the house, excited about it, and, um, and can't wait. So mark your calendars, March 29th. He's coming to the house and uh, going to deliver um, an amazing word that I'm excited about, my spirit's excited about. And this morning, we're starting with miracles, miracles. Next week's signs. Following week is wonders. I'll be praying for my parents. They are in Wichita, Kansas. Good old Wichita. And my father is visiting his parents. I'm just, you know, his parents are, are declining in health. And um, so he's out there visiting them. And uh, so just be praying for them this week as they are there and spending time with family. And uh, thank you for being the church you are. You're a church that cares. And we appreciate that. Thank you for being a church that honors. We appreciate that. There is, uh, there's power in honor. And um, we're excited about where God's taking us. Uh, this, this weekend, we went up to Firestorm, and Andy Bird was, was talking about, um, he had just gotten back from the send that happened in Brazil. Had over 100,000 people come and, uh, to the stadiums all around. And he was just talking about how 2020 is the year that is going to catapult us into the next 40 years. That's something I can get on board with. 
I don't want to be consumed with only 2020 because when 2021 hits, I still want to be consumed. And uh, I'm just, I'm believing that, that what is coming, I, I, I join my spirit with Andy Bird's spirit. Let's go. Let's see what the next 40 years hold. I believe that blessing and favor, miracle signs and wonders are coming uh, to the states in a new way. I believe that what is coming is bigger and better and greater than anything we've ever seen. Uh, my God is the God that can heal cancer. He can heal cancer, but that's not the reason I love him. That's just a benefit. My God can heal a, a common cold, and he will. But that's not the reason I love him. That's just a benefit. My God can take a, a bank account that is zero and make it full. But that's not the reason I love him. It's just a benefit. I don't know where you sit this morning. I just, I want you to understand the mentality of this house is not what can we get from God. It's how much can we love him? How much can we serve him? How much can we praise him? And through that, the benefit comes along with it. It's like getting a really good job and you get all this vacation time, all these, this overtime, all these, these benefits that come along with the job. And you're like, man, this is a great job. They really take care of you here, don't they? Man. That's how it is in a relationship with God. You get a relationship with God and it comes with all these benefits. Well, what's my benefit package, Zay? I don't know. Read your word. It's all in there. Your benefit package is massive. Massive. I, I, heard, it, I heard it said, and I want to quote it right. I think it's 72 hours. You can read the entire Bible in 72 hours. Did you know that? I think it's 72. It's in the 70s. It's, it's in, the, in the 70s somewhere. I think it's 72. 72 hours. You can read the entire Bible in 72 hours. I was like, that ain't for me. <laughs> I ain't a very good reader. 72 hours. You can read the entire Bible. So stop with your excuses and dive into the word. So it's so good. You can learn your benefit package tomorrow and watch what God will do through your obedience. I figured my father was gone, so I better start with a joke. Are you okay with that? This is how I learned to mind my own business. I was walking by a mental hospital the other day when I heard all the patients shouting, 13, 13, 13. The fence was too high to see over it, but I saw a little gap in the plank, so I looked through to see what was going on. Some idiot poked me in the eye with a stick. Then they all started shouting, 14, 14, 14. <laughs> okay. Our world is such an instant world. We live in such an instant world. When, we get, when, when something doesn't happen right away, we think it's broke. It's literally the society we're living in now. It's, it's, if it doesn't happen rapidly, you, know, you, you get on your phone and you, you try to jump on the internet and it, it, you get to spool and it's like, what? Is the internet, is the internet down around here? What, do I not have 4G? What's going on? You, know, you get the little spool, like, what is this? You're getting something to your phone from outer space. Be patient. But we're, such, we're in such an instant society, it's like, I need it, and I need it now. Like, give me my ramen noodles and, and, and Wi-Fi. That's what I need, because I want it instant. I want it now. I want to be able to pop something in the microwave, get it out, and still eat healthy. Can I do that? Well, now you can. They got all kinds of stuff out there. It's fantastic. Why? Because we're in such an instant world. 
Our days used to look like, way back in the day, they used to look like, wake up and provide for your family, do what needs to be done. Now it's, how much time can I cram into all this and that? And all these, oh, what? I, I got 79,000 things to do today and you better not get in my way. Because we've turned into such an instant world. And I think what's, what's, what's happening is we've become so instant that when God doesn't move instantly, we question and think he's broke. Or we question and think we're broke. And we've now become a church. And I, I'm talking about the church in, as a whole. We've become a church that is, if he doesn't move right away, something must be wrong with us, them, or me. And that's become our shift point. It's like, well, if, if we're not seeing everything on a daily basis, so... Well, something must be off. I must be broke. Something must be wrong. I must be doing something wrong. I need to really, you know, get, sit down with someone and, and figure things out because something's broke. No. Maybe you just need to look at it as when you prayed for an apple, God gave you an apple tree seed and said, plant it. No, no, no. I just want the apple right now, God. That's all I asked for. I just wanted to eat the apple. That's what I wanted. You, you, you heard me wrong. When I prayed, I said, Lord, give me an apple. And he said, no, 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 I wanted to give you many apples. I just needed your obedience to plant it. I didn't want to give you something that would supply you for a moment. I didn't want to hand you a fish. I wanted to teach you how to fish. I knew that I'd get somebody. And so he's handing you things. He's handing you things. He's handing you things. But, but you're, you're throwing them away because that's too much effort. I don't want that. That's too much time. No, 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 I'm trying to hand you a miracle, but it's a miracle in the making. And you, your, your obedience brings the presence that everybody else walks into. Remember that? You're, you're the start of the flow. And so when you, when you kick things up, when your prayer life and obedience kicks the flow, when you plant that seed, it's rapid growth. But we have to be doers. And in, in, in this instant world, it doesn't make sense anymore. Well, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just being obedient and waiting on God and planting and watering and taking care in the process. It's what I do. I'm being faithful, faithful to him and faithful to the process. In Acts 3, verse 1, it says, one day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now, a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. Now, as I was studying for this this morning, I was reading through that scripture, and right there, God shut me down. And I was like, I can't just preach on that. I got to have more scripture. And he's like, no, 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 I want you to, I mean, spoke to my spirit so heavy. He said, I want you to stop right here during your service, and I want you to bring it to this point. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now, a man who was lame from birth. I was like, man, I wonder why they put that in there. Because they wanted you to know it had been a long struggle for him. This had been, this had been something that had been a struggle from day one. And God spoke to my spirit again. 
Right there, Isaiah, I want you to have everybody that's struggled with a sickness from birth, have them stand up. I was like, whoa, are you sure? Absolutely. We're going to believe for healing right now. So if you have a sickness and you've struggled from birth, stand up. We're going to pray for you real quick. I know it takes a little faith because everybody else is sitting down and it's a little weird. But if you had a sickness from birth, we're going to pray for you this morning. Thanks for standing up. Thanks for standing up. Anybody else? There it is. Thanks for standing up, Anna. Tessa, are you standing? Tessa, standing in the back. Anybody else? Miss Grable? Anybody else? This church is getting so weird. Nah, we're just going deeper than we've ever been. Do you know what you're doing, Zay? Not a clue. But I know what it says in the word. And I'm just not afraid of it anymore. I used to be so afraid of doing this kind of stuff. That's a personal issue. That means I don't trust him. I'd hear him speak to my spirit and I'd be like, must be me. Because I can't do that. God says, just open your mouth and trust me. If you're, if you're sitting by someone who's standing, just stand up and lay your hand on them real quick. We're believing for complete healing right now in this house. These are sicknesses that have been from birth and today they wither and die in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, if you're, if you're laying hands on them, go ahead, just start to lift your voice. Don't be worried. We're believing for miracles. <laughs> We're believing for miracles this morning. Come on, God's doing something in this house this morning. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Complete healing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, complete healing from the tips of their toes to the top of their head, completely made whole this morning. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes. Yes, over and over again, Lord. Cleansing, making whole in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Shama my mind. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Don't stop praying yet. Don't stop praying yet. Come on, continue to pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Believing as though it's done. Believing as though it's done. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Complete touch this morning. Complete touch this morning. Sickness withers up and dies in Jesus' name. It has no place here. It cannot stand. We believe in complete wholeness today in their bodies. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead and just take a moment and thank him. Go ahead and take a moment and thank him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Lord. Oh, he's pretty good. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold, I do not have, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and here's your word, instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Wonder. I wonder what God is doing. They were filled with amazement. It's a, it's a scratch head moment. What, how? How, how, did that, how did that happen? Now I'm curious to see the fulfillment of God. If that's what he can do for him, I wonder what he can do for me. And that's what God has been doing ever since. Ever since. He's been creating moments of amazement to create wonder. <laughs> I wonder what's going on here. Instantly, the man was healed. I love, I love it when they reached down and grabbed him by his right hand. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Because that's faith. They could have said, oh, yeah, Amen. Okay, have a great day. No, 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 come on, come on. And then, and then he went walking and jumping with them. Why? Because when you're healed, you can't hide it. You can't hide when you're healed. It's, it's, it's something that has plagued you for so long, and now I'm free from it, so therefore I've got to... It's like Ryan and shared this morning in Dream Team. Uh, he, he had a, a, a fire alarm or a, a smoke detector. That's what it was. Smoke detector go off right by his ear. And it ended up hurting his ear to the point where he went into the ear doctor to say, what's going on with me? The doctor said it was going to take uh, a, month, a month to heal. Ryan does sound every day, okay? He's doing, uh, 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 I don't even know what to call it, recording albums, you know, whatever computery thingies that he does. <laughs> he, whatever he does up there in that office. He does that every day. He needs his ears, and so on Thursday at Infuse, our worship practice night, he was back at the sound booth and God just settled in his spirit and said, just don't, don't believe this. And so he bumped the music up and he felt a pop in his sinuses. And his hearing was restored. And I'm just crazy enough to believe that God wants to do it over and over and over again. Every time we get here and we're walking into our miracle signs and wonders, I'm like, Dad, don't let me speak. I'm telling you, you do not want to let me speak because I'm going to go in. I'm telling you why. Because I'm so passionate about the lost being saved. And the only way they're going to hear that is from you. 
It's you. It's on you. The weight is on your shoulders. You have to get up and do something about it. You cannot no longer sit on your couch and think that God's going to move through you. Watching TBN doesn't touch anyone. You can sit there all night and be inspired by yourself. You're just feeding yourself. And God wants to take it beyond you. He wants to move beyond you. Well, Isaiah, I've been sick. We're getting there. We're going to deal with that. Because why? Because we need to deal with us before we can deal with others. That's why I got mirrors everywhere. Because when God dropped this in my spirit, I was like, Lord, mirrors? Like, I don't know about you, but when I look in a mirror, I'm like, God, I know you were joking when you made me. Like, I don't know what, what you think when you look into a mirror, but as I was praying for this morning, I was like, God, what kind of miracles do you want to do? Get specific with me. Let me understand where you want to go with this. Let me understand uh, the, the, the need, the need before I go in and create my own agenda. And he started dealing with me about the lack of respect in your own reflection. And I was like, okay, well, what, what kind of miracle would that be? He's like, the, the miracle would be that they would have their worth restored. I was like, yeah, but God, you, you know, ain't nobody trying to get up at the altar and look at themselves in the mirror. Like, that's just a little weird. And then I just had to say, okay, you're right. You rule. I'm just a vessel. He's boss. <laughs> I heard you. He boss. Dolphin and Gil, so good. He's a boss. So, okay, God, if, if, that's, if that's where you're going, what does that mean? I mean, these things, for some people, these taunt you. Like, this is like the worst. Having to look in a mirror, it's the worst. Uh, Billy, come here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm to use Billy. He's going to be reading scripture for me this morning, but I want to use you first. Uh, Billy, just look in the mirror at yourself. This is great. And take a nice long look. Now, see, Billy for me, Bill, and I can pick on him because he's my brother-in-law, but Billy for me, he's confident in who he is. When he looks in the mirror, I would think by looking at Billy, because he's got it all together, I would think that looking in a reflection of himself doesn't bother him because that's what I see. But you don't know what's going on in his mind and neither do I. He's just walking into church being like, yo, I got it all together. My wife didn't even pick out this outfit. I did. <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah, you can leave the mirror. I didn't want to make it awkward for you. I got you. I got you. But does that make sense? I want you to understand that. Like, like really, really understand that. Like, you think people have it together. You think that they can handle their reflection. But a lot of them are going home and they literally hide from the mirror. Because they can't look at themselves straight on and say, I'm confident in you. You have worth. And God's like, I want to restore that. That's going to be a miracle that I'm going to start so that when they restore their worth, they can go out and restore other people's worth. <laughs> Come on. Right. 
Okay. I'm going to have Billy read Matthew 9. He's going to read through some of the scriptures. We'll, we'll be jumping around different verses. But I want him to start with Matthew 9, verse 1. I want you to hear this, okay? I want you to hear this. I want you to hear where it goes as it walks through stories. It's pretty incredible. Go ahead, Billy. Let's, let's start from uh, Matthew 9, verse 1. And that you're positive that this is all scripture. There's, you didn't hide anything in there. This is correct. I, always, I know there's always an angle with you sometimes with me. Can I just let, can I say something really quick? No, you cannot. Just, just, I, Billy, I, just want, I brought you up here to breathe. Time out. I just want everyone to be able to peek behind the curtain of my life just for a minute. As soon as Isaiah told me, he just wanted me to read something. He sent it to me in the email and immediately I looked through it just to make sure it was all scripture. I didn't want to make sure I wasn't reading. Jesus stepped into a boat and Billy is an idiot. And, what? Because I know there's always an angle. And I just, I just wanted people to peek behind my life to see you know, the, the pain that I've gone through since you and Paul have come into my lives. You know, because I grew up with three sisters and I just want to say I was the prankster in our family as Brittany and, and Law will tell you. And God has such a sense of humor that he knew, oh, he's going to get his one day. And it came in the form of Isaiah and Paul. You know, uh, just I, one more quick story. Uh, I was coming home from a oh, Flyers. Wait, 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 wait. What? I'm coming home from a Flyers game. I just want you to know what I go through. And it's about, I don't know, midnight. It went into overtime. It was late. And I'm walking up to the front door. And all of a sudden I hear, oh, 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 oh. What is going on? It's late, and this black figure comes out of nowhere. Isaiah, at midnight, why does he have time to do this? Dressed up in a gorilla suit and was waiting for me for how long? I don't know. Anyway, I just wanted everyone to know there's always an angle with him, and I just wanted to make sure. So, no angle. No, Are you ready? Billy Reed. Are you ready? Uh, Matthew 9, verse 1. Verse 1 Jesus stepped into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own town. Some men brought to him a paralyzed man lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. At this, some of the teachers of the law said to themselves, This fellow is blaspheming. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said, Why do you entertain evil thoughts in your hearts? Which is easier, to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, get up, take your mat, and go home. Verse 7. Then the man got up and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe, and they praised God who had given them such authority to man. Okay, check it out right here. Again, just like the first story I read, people were filled with awe. They're filled with awe. Why? Because they've seen something that's not normal. Why do we come to church on a Sunday morning? It's not out of curiosity. You get curiosity when you get here. You're like, dude, what's going on up there? Or over there? Or back there? Why? Because we're filled with awe of who he is. I'm, just, I'm drawn to his presence. And I want everybody else to know that too. Keep going. Uh, skip to verse 18. While he was saying this, a synagogue leader came up and knelt before him and said, My daughter has just died, but come and put your hand on her and she will live. 
Jesus got up and went with him, and so did his disciples. Just then, a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, if only I touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter, he said. Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that moment. Mm. When Jesus entered the synagogue leader's house, he saw the noisy crowd and people playing pipes. He said, go away. This girl is not dead, but asleep. They laughed at him. After the crowd had been out, put outside, he went in, took the girl by the hand, and she got up. News of this, of this spread through all that region. I'm going to keep going? No. Okay. I wonder what would happen if we started seeing things in our own lives, not waiting for Sunday morning, on our own, in, our own, in our own time, at our own house. I wonder what would happen if things started to happen and the, the, the news started to spread like, like wildfire. It was like, I, I can't contain it anymore. God restored me, therefore I cannot contain to restore others. The woman with the issue of blood. It took her getting out of her house. I mean, what, what, a, what a picture. I, 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 I'm, I'm bound by, by this, this, but yet I have to move forward. Why? Because my faith draws me to him. Therefore, nothing holds me back from him. I've got to just get to him because if I get to him, maybe even just the touch of his garment will heal me. She's already dead. No, she's not. She's sleeping. No, 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 she's dead. No, she's sleeping. We're broke as a joke. No, you're not. Just have faith. Believe. I'll never get over this sickness. Yes, you will. Don't speak like that. I'm not worthy. You don't, know, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I've walked through. You don't know what I've done. I mean, to look in a mirror. You're, you're full of it. You're crazy. No, 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 no. No, no. You forget. Your reflection is the image of him. You're forgetting that when you look in the mirror, you're not seeing yourself. You've become consumed with yourself and discounted yourself from everything. But yet, your reflection is meant to be a reflection of him. And when you look at yourself as such, all of a sudden, your issue of blood that has bound you to your home for so long becomes, I just have to go. I just have to look at myself and say, God, I want to see you, not me. Because when I look at me for what I've created me to be, it's nothing. But when I look at me for who you've created me to be, it's everything. 
Keep going, Billy. How many, how many more you got? Um, just a few more verses. Go for it. Five or six. <clears throat> uh, verse 27. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him, calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him, and he asked them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. Then he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith, let it be done to you. And their sight was restored. Jesus warned them sternly, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread the news about him all over that region. Verse 32. While they were going out, a man who was demon-possessed and could not talk was brought to Jesus. And when the demon was driven out, the man who had been mute spoke. The crowd was amazed and said, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, It is by the prince of demons that he drives out demons. Verse 35. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Mm. 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 Stirring. Stirring. Just keep stirring it up. Just keep stirring it up. My faith is lacking, then stir it up. My worth is lacking, then let's stir it up. I want to see miracles, then let's stir it up. I want to see a move of God. Then let's stir it up. You know what I've noticed is that when I'm when I'm mixing like you know pancake mix or cookie mix or whatever, it takes a lot of umph to get in there because we don't have one of those mixy thingies. KitchenAid. It's been on our our Christmas list for like nine years. Just proving a point. I'm just kidding. You know, it's like, it it takes oomph. Like, you got to really get in there and mix it all up. It's funny because, like, my kids will be like, hey, Dad, can I stir it? I'm like, yeah, and they start. They don't even beat an egg in. You know, it's like, you didn't didn't do anything because you don't have the right right muscle to be able to make this thing mix because it takes oomph. It takes the push. That's why you can't do it on your own. But so many of you are trying. You're trying, putting on the mask, Faking it through. I look good. I'm fine. I'm good. Stop. Don't don't touch me there. I don't I don't that's no, that's an off off limits area. Don't talk about that. Come on, man. You know you don't do that. Why why are you saying that? Come on, you know that's a sore area. Come on, man. Lay off. Really? 
And so many, this is how so many of you are living. You live with this barrier of protection around you, bouncing people and keeping them at a distance because don't come too close because you might actually see the real me and the real me is scared of me. And God's like, I want to use you. And you're like, no, 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 I'm scared of me. So how can I do that? God's like, because I created you. So you're in my image now. You gave your heart to me. Therefore, you have me in you. And therefore, you see yourself differently. And therefore, I start to restore your worth so that you can start to help others restore theirs. And therefore, I'm going to make you able to be able to look into the mirror and see how beautiful I created you to be. You are my creation. Therefore, your face reveals the face of the Father. When you see me in the mirror, you can know you're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. God wants to do a miracle for you this morning. He wants to restore your worth. If everyone can stand, I know what time it is. I see the clock. I'm not really worried about it. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. I just want you to close your eyes for me this morning. And I want you to picture a mirror because you're about ready to stand in front of one. For some of you, this mirror is going to represent scars, pain, hurt. But this morning, I want this mirror to to mean something new for you. I want there to be an excitement about looking in the mirror. Not for vanity reasons, an excitement to look in the mirror to see the face of the Father. To know that God... You are the God of miracles, signs, and wonders. You are the God that I can come beneath and you rise me up. You, you make me into who I've been called to be. Thanks for listening to the Power Place audio podcast. For more resources or to watch the service online, visit us at www.thepowerplace.org.